Yes, you thought it was all over, but it's not over. Back again with another instalment of Plague Pod live from Urbanomic HQ. And oh my god, can you believe it? It's been a year since the first Plague Pod. And I've totally run out of ideas, but luckily that means that uh, 365 days later we can get the whole gang back together and celebrate a year of staying at home. So what have we got for you? The usual stuff. We've got an amazing lineup of guests, all the ones still surviving. I've invited them all back. Some of them have found that uh, for some reason they just can't make it, which is fine. Fine. We do have Mr. Reza Nagaristani. It's Persian New Year. We've got Sean Lewin. We've got the Zeno Gothic. Who knows who else might turn up? We've got some non-fungible tunes from DJ Hoismans. And I'm going to be challenging you to take on the Corona Quest speedrun challenge. Yes, the mainframe has been fired up again and is ready to go. But who's that who's just walked in? It's Poemon Mimonologist, QTAC Queen, Xenofem, non-standard AI, Amy Ireland. <laughs> Live in the studio. Hi. Hi listeners. Sharing a mic with no masks. This is how we do it. Urbanomic Plague Pod Live. Dangerous. And most of all, we want to hear from you. Call in. Give us your updates on what's going on one year on. Not all of you are unlucky enough to live in the UK where we're in our third lockdown still. Some of you are getting vaccinated. Some of you already have been. It's good news. We're going to meet our guests in a moment. Plague Pod, year two, day one, starting all over again. 
Shout out to Bernie in Hamburg. Shout out to the Lady Liminal. Shout out to the catalog. Stuart, sweet roll. Chat room crew. Mr. Miguel Prado in the house. Going to be joining us to update us on what's been happening since March 2020. This one, uh, classic problem vinyl. The Bridge. This one used to bust in zippies at the University of Warwick together with DJ Turbo Funk back in the day. Definitely, definitely didn't want to go back and listen to it. What, what even I'm happened? Sure it was good. I don't know. Reza was there. He was shouting about tanks and guns. That's yeah. the only thing I remember because that was repeated in every episode <laughs> since then. I think it was about six o'clock in the morning for me um, in Australia when that was airing. So it's good to be at the other end of the day finally. Yeah, the get on the right side of the planet. At 10 p.m., very refined time. Oh yeah, we got some live snack tasting for you later as well. Stick around for that. Thank you. 
more coming off this one later. This is ASC, an exact science. This is like uh, abstract junglism from 2020, as if it was still 97. Oh yeah, remember last time Thomas Moynihan was meant to be on and he never showed up. So um, I've been trying to track him down. If anyone's got that guy's number. Getting the fateful message, Thomas Moynihan unavailable. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the party. I was supposed to go to the the office, but look, I'm tired. I'm making a, a no rules dinner, you know, Persian New Year dinner. So I need to be close to the kitchen. <laughs> Hi. How's everyone Hello, doing? Hello. What's changed since last year? 
if anything. I think our our um, our energy change, no? <laughs> it definitely seems so. <laughs> <laughs> accountable for this no because you were the the trigger for the party last time no that's right so. yeah yeah i mean you were in very high spirits um predicting yeah. the militarization of the of connecticut look i'm still in high spirits look i have never actually experienced a better year in my life ah uh, i uh, actually get to not see people. Superb. Magnificent. Isn't it cool to not see people? <laughs> it was for uh, a certain amount of time. So on and so forth. So I think that all in all, it was a great day, uh, year. I mean, Have I you... saved a huge amount of money, though. I put it into um, a stock exchange. Yeah, not NFTs. Did no, you buy no, that, that is no. beyond my age level, unfortunately. I put it in the stock market. Look, I mean, look, we are going to bars and uh, buy beers and stuff, going to the uh, basically restaurants, buying stuff, uh, all sorts of unnecessary, uncivilized uh Uncivilized, uncivilized sociality we are wasting <laughs> in this system of capitalism that we have been accommodated with. But look, we can actually contribute these amounts of money to fidelity. To fidelity? Ah. Yes, yes. What, what would that involve? It involves a stock exchange market. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. So no guns, no tanks. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, who's had a who's had their vaccination? I had the Ox Oxford AstraZeneca. Oh, good English vaccine. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no five G signal so far. It's no. really disappointing. You Maybe you should take your tinfoil hat off. Just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you have you got a new start bar? Sorry, say again. Do you have a do you have a new start bar though? No, 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 no not at all. It was never the same no, after Windows Seven, was it? That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. But no one else from the UK had the vaccine here. No, mm -hmm. I'm uh, not yet. Not quite old enough. They haven't got to I, me I yet. Had it. I'm not old enough. I'm not old enough. Love that math. I'm not old enough. <laughs> That's how we're doing it here. You start with yeah. the ones who are going to die soon anyway. Yeah. And work your way down. I had it. Put him in the list because I'm not old enough and I'm a foreigner. So I don't know when yeah. I'm going to get vaccinated. <laughs> That's how we do things. You're lucky you haven't been given COVID already, actually. Just to Look, yeah. I, mean, I mean, to be honest with you, horrifically, I... So uh, basically, Kristen um, uh, managed to get uh, the basically the thing, the, the schedule, uh, the comic week Tuesday. I said, magnificent, magnificent. And she told me that, look, 
uh, how about this? Uh, uh, how about you going also pretend that you are 45 <laughs> above <laughs> and actually, uh, you know, uh, book a, a schedule? Because look, in, in our state in Connecticut, from April 5, literally from the age 16 to age 45, everyone can be vaccinated. So you, you will be one of the first people who actually gets vaccinated. I tried to, it just fucking didn't work. But the thing <laughs> is that, but the thing is that uh, I think that, Luke, I don't want to get vaccinated. What? <laughs> because I don't want to go back to the old society where I actually have to go to the field. <laughs> don't make me say. Don't make me say. <laughs> make yourself a, a perpetual pariah. Yes. Oh, you're, you're halfway there already. <laughs> yes. People the... never talk about the upside of leprosy, do they? <laughs> Get this bell. Ostracism, everything. It's great. <laughs> How's things going with you, Matt? Uh, yeah, fine. <laughs> no, no real change. Um, yeah, I, I, I can appreciate the, the lower energy level. Um, I think the, the, the knowing that it's come round and been a year is, um, uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's, I was going to say it's, it, it makes it hit home, but I wish it hit home just so I could feel something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the numbness. Yeah. Mr. Numbness. <laughs> the funny thing is, you remember at the beginning, we were optimistically trying to draw some kind of philosophical or theoretical meaning from this whole thing. And that we basically like gave up about a month in and no one's talked about that since. <laughs> That's because everyone was talking about it. Like everyone was like, "Have a conference about coronavirus." Yeah. For like times five thousand, and I think it's just the most boring thing you can possibly discuss right now. I hear um, Agamben has a book out though with all of his think pieces on COVID. yeah. Apologies. I I mentioned that at least two to three uh, million people will die. Yeah. And at some point, yeah. I actually said that <laughs> can be right so as Nina Power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to talk about this kind of shit. Take it for face value. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it so happens that um, we actually have a, a song for Nina here, all about the sun. This is one of uh, one of Sean's one of Sean's picks. Do you want to say anything about this song? What could you say about it, really? Me? It's magnificent. I love it. It's great. Uh, yeah. There's another version they do in 1988, which is which is much slower and more depressing. This is the chirpy version. <laughs> She'll definitely appreciate it. Then. This is like this is part of the um, democratizing drive on Plague Pod to allow other people to play music that isn't jungle, which I'm absolutely opposed to, but it seems to have happened. Okay, this is a good one though. 
Springtime hit, Song for the Sun by Swans. It's going to be massive this year. 
Yeah. I was going to talk about the. I was going to talk about the weather actually as well. For for those of us who have been in the UK, um, the combination of the lockdown and winter has been particularly trying. And I also remembered that, with some amusement, that on like the second or third week when we were doing Plague Pod, we were talking about the effects of lockdown on our mental health. <laughs> well, uh, as if as if our mental health <laughs> required another kind of uh trigger called lockdown yeah right we were always <laughs> as if it wasn't bad enough already. situation to begin with <laughs> <laughs> but seriously just like with nothing to do nowhere to go gray skies it's been pretty tough even worse for matt because he's up north I was trying to think about this because what 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 time of day was it when we did the first one last year? Because I, I have this memory of of listening to Reza Reza's um, <laughs> various ramblings in, in the bright light of day that made it. Um, it was a uh, I don't know. It was it was it felt. I just have memories of that first session being quite crisp in a in nevertheless sort of smoggy lockdown London. Um, but yeah, now to be at what half ten. GMT in the north of England. It, I'm, I'm losing all sense of what daylight was. It feels like we're still in winter because my memory of last time is so was so much about like was was springy. But do you think this so whole thing is. this whole thing is just kind of broken time, hasn't it? In various ways. Yeah, basically. You guys, yeah. you guys have nothing to complain about. This is my second <laughs> winter in a row, and it's been like. <laughs> lower than 25 degrees for the last 10 months of my life and i'm dying well, unbelievable this is just, <laughs> this is just what we call weather it's just having weather <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> baby <laughs> it's actually messing it, with my head though i hate winter <laughs> and it's like yeah. now i'm on number two and if the australian government will let me go back to australia which they don't seem to be very keen on right now that would be three winters in a row, and maybe four if I can come back after that one. So I'm racking up the winter points right now. No, try. Do, try. Yeah. Do you know? Do you do you understand the meaning of getting into a lockdown under 30 degree under Celsius under zero? 30 degrees Celsius under zero. No, Basically, I don't. Like that's next level. And essentially, if you go out, it's minus. 30 degrees Celsius. So why the fuck do you go out? <laughs> Don't you have like a <laughs> you know, that, That's essentially my fucking story. Yeah, you know? well, you're, yeah, you're like me. You're not used to these cold northern hemisphere climates. <laughs> I mean, even that being said, you're still on the south coast. It's still freezing, Matt. What are you talking about? It's always raining as well. It's always raining. That's here. true. I mean, I've the, been the trying to enjoy it. Brits always think that they are in the in the very very uh, uh, north coast, north hemisphere kind of stuff. But look, Brits essentially don't have a heating system and don't have a Good, basically uh, clothes. That's it. <laughs> that's why they feel cold about it. This is that's this a generalization. Is but, uh, sure. 
<laughs> is this there's the no bad weather there's just bad jumpers hypothesis yes. yeah. <laughs> bad jumpers. not bad jumpers bad junkers <laughs> okay cool cool let's have another tune let's have another tune 20 man dead any commentary yeah it's um it's country i'm i'm loving that i'm loving i'm getting two tracks in a row that's my key commentary um, yeah, get them out of the way so we can get back yeah to yeah jungle. get the rubbish out of the way yeah go. <laughs> um, <laughs> um i really like this one because it's um two tracks for the price of one firstly it's beres hammond singing some sort of fairly sweet reggae and then occasionally Kai ranks barges in and just talks about a dystopian vision of, of a world with no people left apart did, from dance or music did you already expound your Cutty Ranks theory of um, ornithological acoustic niches on this show? I can do it. I can, I can play my best hits again, certainly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just yeah, just give, us the, yeah. give us the elevator pitch for that. Right on. Okay. Songbirds chart out a territory through their songs. Their style is um, a direct enfolding in of their environments. Cutty Ranks is a songster who's bold, created a singing style that works well over uh, rough amplification and needs to be done for some time so he doesn't get too tired. So he's got this really barked monotone, which really works well. Songbirds do the same in cities. They simplify their songs and make them louder. So they're like um, square waving their songs. So it's really compressed. So the, an urban robin is singing a really hard song compared to a... Um, a countryside robin because it needs to cut through against the competition. <laughs> there it is. Why, Rebel? In Cotty, I can't understand why I'm going from the other day. Them just a girl on a lock down the dance hall, business of the stage show business. After them, one stop crime. But Cotty, the dance are the only thing that keep the people them together, you know. So you see if them stop it, we have a nation of murderer. Lord of mercy. Shall live, shall never die. 
Music alone shall live. Music alone shall live. Music alone shall live. Never shall die. Twenty man dead, but only you them can have fun again. And if you're thirty man dead, but only we can't get no reggae now we head. If police are right, people are right too. You know mess with the way we not go mess with you. Police are right, people are right too. If you don't trouble with economic play pod ornithological theme shout out to Iceland Bob the track list when I am weak you're telling me that I'm strong when I'm right you're telling me that I'm wrong but I know now I understand now I see I see your wicked plan, I'm a junglist. Don't try to change my plan. Understand. Why won't you understand? Warning. I'm a jungle this You are now wondering a hard patch free phone. Jungle this stick man. 
Why won't you understand? Because from the hood I came into the hood, I must return. I'm a Don't try to change my plan. Remember, we're ready to take your calls on the Skype, Urbanomic. Call in and let us know what's going on in your hood. And uh, registering now for the Corona Quest Speedrun Challenge. Who can make it through the quickest? Don't try to change my plan. Now before making records, the hood was my savior. But now we're making tunes that make you jam with your neighbor. Having to physically restrain DJ Hoistmans from continuing here. <laughs> I've, had to, I've had to hide the record box. So, um, anyone got any interesting snacks? This is bleak. This is this is bad. I never thought. I never thought. A year on, this is where we'd be. Maybe you should actually ask yourself the sort of tracks that you are playing is bleak, and that. Why? The answer is bleak. <laughs> do you want? Do you want more Britney? Kesha. Kesha. Yes. <laughs> okay. Special request. <laughs> really, no snacks, no fun. I'm a nuts fundamentalist now. Oh right, low pee ponzi. All nuts. nuts. Elements. Was that the high lot. pee ponzi? I can't remember. <laughs> is Paul in? Is Paul in the house? Can't see him. Okay. We we've got a new guest spot later. Checking in with Cheney. <laughs> Paul Cheney's going to call us from the Czech Republic to let us know what's happening there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you like that, didn't you? He managed to move from uh, UK to uh, Czech Republic. <laughs> uh, I think the UK wasn't bad enough for him. He had to. He had to find somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bohemian lifestyle, you know. He's not. He had a choice. He had to check himself or wreck himself. Hey, <laughs> Miguel, let's play one of your tunes. Which one do you want me to play? Okay. Uh, I don't know, maybe for this bleak moment. Uh, <laughs> bleak moments. Yeah, from the um, compilation Canvas, uh, the one by Olam Monk. Yeah. Do you have it there? I do. Maybe. The, yeah, maybe this is dark enough for this moment, but at the same time energizing yeah. somehow. I ho let's and hope so. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> recent the stuff from the UK. And uh, Miguel, you and Martin have also been doing uh, a podcast throughout lockdown. Do you want to give that a plug and tell people where they can find it and what's coming up? Oh, yeah. Um, 
it's called social discipline. We were trying to do, as you were saying, and Amy, at the very beginning, so like we were trying with Reza and more friends and guests to decipher what the fuck was going on with this very weird present. And now, uh, first of all, I think it's a way to, to cope, to have a nice conversation, to break our own isolation to produce what usually maybe we were producing when we socialized in bars or with friends. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I think podcasts and radio are replacing bars. It's the new third uh, space. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a pretty nice uh, forthcoming podcast. Actually, we recorded with a contemporary British artist, Mark Lecke. Cool, yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, Rosemary for, from Red May Rooms here in UK. And, yeah, a lot of, like, weird uh, nonsense, three hours conversation with people living the same despair. <laughs> three hours, only three hours. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you need, you need to cut yeah. it out a bit. I'll, I'll, I'll give you some tips. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, Paul is there. Yeah, so we're going to check I'm in with Cheney after the this tune. The fact that you have survived this calamity is beyond me, Paul. The Cheney check-in, yeah. <laughs> All right, this is Olan Monk. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce the title, but it's Olan Monk. <laughs> Hey, hold on, let me rewind that because uh, it's not really working, is it? All right. See, that's how you do it. That's how you do the podcasting. <laughs> True pro. <laughs>
That was cheery. Thanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I feel. Yeah, I promise. The I'm other, the other like... ones are much more. Happy. It's like definitely, definitely <laughs> going to be the sound of the summer. That one. <laughs> so, hey, unfortunately, huh? Were you going to give a review then, Reza? Of what? Of the song. Of the track. <laughs> no, he had or it the muted. Or the this. Uh, uh... Oh. How many Negaristanis? Mm, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's, no it's, out of it's ten. Better that I shouldn't he gives it a brassier. To any sort of review. It's not really good. <laughs> no. So, Paul, I'm afraid that I haven't had time to uh, tailor a, a jingle for your guest spot, but um, checking That's in with so Cheney in the Czech Republic. What's what's COVID been doing over there? Oh my word! Um, it's not that great, is it? It's not looking that good. Is it as bad as the UK? It's worse than the UK. It's like officially oh. the <laughs> highest death rate and highest infection rate in the world now, which is crazy because, um, yeah, it started off so well. Have you guys done like um, surf analogies yet for the waves? Surfing. Oh yeah, we did that. Yeah, ah, but you can okay. you can do so, more. So okay. So may, may I know what the, surfing analogy is? Was like surfing waves. the second wave. Well, I was looking up earlier on. Like the, I mean, Amy will be able to back me up on this one, right? So there was uh, basically the Czech uh, coronavirus experience started with an ankle slapper. And then it's moved on to a great big dirty chunder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first wave had, had like. Is that Australian slang? You have to do it in an Australian accent, though. Any person who uses Australian accent and is worse than <laughs> on this podcast will be. Cancel for good. <laughs> <laughs> that seems unfair Wait, on some participants. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it's been yeah, it's it's, it's rough. It, um, Do you have vaccine? Hmm? Do you have any vaccine? Oh no, not yet. Right. That's going to be like maybe next year. <laughs> are, you, are you kidding me? They're so behind. It's shocking. So um, basically, they've decided to do a deal with with uh, Moscow, and we're going to have the Sputnik. Yes, Sputnik Five. I'm going to have the Mars. I love I love the fact that they call it Sputnik. like how many brand names do they have? They have to choose from a very narrow range for each product. Yeah, make something that vaguely works, then you know. Yeah, I guess Sputnik did vaguely work. <laughs> they should have called it after the it monkey after. who went up in the first one. Yeah, I, don't know what the I had a very, I had a very strange experience the other day when I was I'd been off because we're in full lockdown uh, again. Um, <coughs> there's a curfew and there's like army roadblocks between the regions and everything. So I went off for a uh, my friend's allotment, and um, on the way back we got uh, attacked in the street for wearing face masks. Wow. Was it, did, the, did the person kind of shout at you to 
let you know well, that's no, why they were yeah, attacking yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I started shouting and then the fists came out. So my friend got hit in the head. And uh, but the, the thing was that this guy, he was like, realised afterwards that he was totally off his face. His eyes were like these two, two you know, complete black bottomless pools. And his face was really red. And um, he, like he came at me and tried to hit me, but I managed to, we, had, we sort of woken up to the fact that we were being attacked by the point, managed to sort of step back each time. But um, yeah, he was totally off his head. And then it worked out afterwards, talking to a few people, that the, uh, the drug supply chain, the Czech Republic is completely dried up. So everyone's cooking at home. So this is like old right, school. Yeah. And, and, and people are, are exhibiting certain kinds of pathological <laughs> behaviors at this point. <laughs> so is the, is the conspiracy scene big there? Oh, it's huge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the, I, think, I think it comes from, um, uh, from what I understand, the Czech media and the news media especially have like complete... Um, kind of opinion parity. Like if you have someone on who's pro, you have to have someone who's anti. So, so there's just like everything's 50-50. Um, and there's been quite a lot of big demonstrations. The water cannon have come out a few times. Yeah, it's really full on. I mean, wow. the worst thing was last week. I mean, he, there was a guy that, um, because there's been no uh, government support and Prague especially is like complete... The, the economy is a tourist economy, right? So there's no money coming in at all. Um, and everyone's like selling up, selling their houses and everything to keep their closed down bars viable at some future point, which is over. And then last week, someone actually like shot themselves in the head on the steps of the health ministry. <laughs> so it's getting grim. In protest. <laughs> in, well, yeah, of course, but the... Of course, there was no suicide. No, no one could find a suicide. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. well for those listeners who don't know, Paul is the uh, artist behind um, the End of the World Garden, which is a kind of off-grid, small off-grid settlement in Cornwall, which um, we've had some dealings with in the past, and we've got some projects going for the future with, with Paul. But you haven't been able to get back there, right? But yeah, throughout this... Uh, I've been thinking about how, like, a decade ago when I first met you and we uh, were first kind of standing in this field, we were making jokes about how when the apocalypse comes, it'll be really yeah. handy and we better get some barbed wire. Uh, Robin, this seems like less and less of a joke now, right? Way to go, way to go. Way to go, yeah. Oh, well, way to go. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Way to go in um, collapse. On the hominid number appropriation. Six, uh, seven, <laughs> number seven, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's so disappointing, right? It's been 18 years making a kind of apocalypse-proof off-grid paradise, and then I get locked down a thousand miles away from it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure yeah. there'll be, it was like a complete wasted opportunity. This is a little bit like the millennium bug, right? When I was... Uh, just before the Millennium Bug, I was travelling with some friends who were kind of horse-drawn. The Dongas, I don't know if you've, anyone's heard of them, they, they were kind of like road protest guys from Newbury Bypass. And um, they, they, they were so excited about the Millennium Bug. They made these massive um, like organic food orders and piled up their hand carts and their donkey carts with all of this uh, brown rice and 
halva and <laughs> couscous and everything. And then the Millennium Bug didn't happen and they fed it all to the goats. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like that for me. They had a, chick, the a chickpea mountain. <laughs> huh? How did the goats work out? Were they all right? It's like a, that's a lot of organic food in go, isn't it? Yeah, I think they were okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that crop like reverted to whenever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they're probably a bit gummed up for a while. But, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, pervertin. That's what everyone's doing here. What's the role of Facebook in, um, uh, hmm? in Czech? What's the role of Facebook in Czech? Because um, in Britain, a lot of the conspiracies has been, been driven by... Um, People in their sixties gobbing off at each other on Facebook. Right. Yeah, <laughs> is that the same in Czech? Sean yeah, is probably. just trolling, trying to troll you. And <laughs> don't, don't answer him. Don't answer him. <laughs> Say nothing. Say nothing. <laughs> I think actually, Robin, the reason why Amy's so annoyed with the British weather is because you've been taking her down to the chaos cabin. Yeah. It experienced a very special kind of um, Cornish weather. It's especially good when you don't have a back window either. Yeah. <laughs> literally building so, so it in the Australian. rain. So, so, so Australian. <laughs> I mean, my God almighty. Is there anything more depressing than British society and British house? How about British Iranian pizza? Environment? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with you, Reza. Yeah. It's pretty, it's oh pretty bleak. Oh my god, this is terrible. Okay. But I'm here anyway, so oh. I mean that says a lot. For... I mean, you as an Australian should be proud of your own house, of your own continent, and the fact <laughs> settled settled by the society that you hate so much. Such a kind of social political clout to this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Australia, Australia has um, handled the <laughs> pandemic quite. Uh, successfully but also one of the reasons why I can't get back home right now is because the borders are closed and I just got told that my flight wasn't included in the government's uh, allocation cause law yeah yeah I mean you know all about this Reza all territories I always tell and you have been there (laughs) I always tell everyone and Matt can can testify to this that uh, Cyclonopedia is the greatest um, love story. The greatest love story. The greatest ever love story told. in a world ever no, told. But look, the fact that <laughs> me being an extremely you turned the embarrassment person, back on him very effectively. Going <laughs> with Kristen across the continent, that's the greatest love story. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have the greatest love story? Here, kids, that's the greatest love story. Aww. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Nick Land for being one of the greatest matchmakers of the millennium. I think he's responsible for some of the greatest, greatest uh, unions of the 21st century. Shout out to all the lovers, all the QTAC crew. You got me burning up.
Raven with a Plague Pod Massive. That's a good tune. An early, early Ray Keith production. I've got uh, Rebecca on the line here. Hello. Because <laughs> we need an Anglophile now. We've taken enough abuse from the Iranian <laughs> contingent. I want to hear about some good old English stuff. Now you've English been, stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> you've been doing a project, right? I have, yeah. yeah about um, underpasses. Well, yeah, that's one of the projects. So the big project is um, we've got a website going live on the 9th of April called Liminal Worlds. And um, that's an umbrella site for four projects, underpasses and liminal places, future ghosts, um, dialects of the hum and paranoid architecture. And believe it or not, they do actually all interconnect in their own they definitely lovely like way. This <laughs> so sounds like it's a website for those of us who like uh, walking around uh, bleak, ruinous, uh, peripheral cityscapes. Oh, yeah. but And also, it doesn't just have to be cityscapes. I mean, the rural as well. I mean, it's all happening. But, oh, yeah. I mean, psychogears are more than welcome, but to be honest, um, they all think too much. I'm much more into feeling when I'm outside, you know what I mean? So, feeling it, yeah. <laughs> don't think you're, feel. you're from the southwest too, right? I am. So I spent most of my life um, on the Isle of Wight and then Dartmoor, and I was in Cornwall for a wee bit too, so. Yeah. I do miss it. <laughs> London is grim at the minute. <laughs> yeah, but you have you been vaccinated now? I've had my first dose right, so you can at the end of last soon. month. Well, um, I'm living currently in what's affectionately called by the national press the COVID triangle. <laughs> and so oh God. Um, right. we've been in, I think it's definitely the top 10, it might be the top five of the most infected areas in England since I think November. Um, and the problem, we keep getting emails from our council and staff that the um, 
the problem is, is that of people who have been tested, two out of every three are asymptomatic. So then if you think about everyone who hasn't been tested yeah, and around here, yeah. no one's socially distancing or yeah. very, very little mask wearing. So it's like, yeah, it's pretty frightening. When As you... I, um, when I go out, I'm getting the feeling now that as soon as there was a tiny kind of chink where people thought, yeah, it's, it's going to open up soon. Everyone just gave up on social distancing yeah on taking and I don't, any kind of care about what they're doing but yeah. hopefully that isn't going to lead to a fourth is it the f yeah fourth wave. fourth i mean i don't know i mean there was that huge march today in london all yeah. those bloody knob chumps going out and you know <laughs> what i mean oh i just march. want to punch yeah. them i really do and i'm not villain yeah and i think i don't know i mean i was talking with some friends about it i don't know if it's like people don't think it exists or they think they're not going to catch it or if they catch it now that there's a vaccine they'll just get jabbed and they'll be tickety-boo i don't know I but think, it's just i think there's a kind of a psychological bias now towards thinking we've done our time you know we've 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 suffered enough and now let's just yeah. let go and that's uh, that's going to be more difficult to contain as the next few months go yeah. on yeah and I get so, it. I totally get it because, you know, I've been in solitary isolation most of the past yeah, right. year and it is. Yeah. And I really want to get out and catch up with friends and do field work. But then you also have to sort of think, just hang on for a bit longer. And like, you know, like with Amy and, and you know, I've got other friends in Australia and New Zealand and, you know, they've, they've, they've done it right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, true. Just locked down. True. I wish... I wish we had a government that would actually fucking do the right thing for once well, rather than try and make yeah. friends. And that's how we've money. got to where we are now, isn't it? Is that yeah. um, trying to <laughs> pander to the population. Yeah. yeah. But so we've got play pods, so that's good. We do, <laughs> yes. That's what's been keeping us all going. Yeah, yeah. But how <laughs> so national, is it a national treasure yet? Well, I is reckon there an, it is. Is it's it like a, an official really committee for that? It's a really effective social distancing thing, you know. When when yeah. I go out, I put my plague pod T-shirt on. And no one wants to come near <laughs> they, you. They just, the, you see the. I did the double whammy when I went to get um, vaxxed the other day. I I had my plague pod shirt on, and I had a copy. I had a copy of Snuff Memories in my hand, and you could just see the people moving yeah. like a sea. It, nice. it worked a treat. So yeah. people, if if you want to be cautious do that solution <laughs> for reza if he wants lockdown to go on forever yeah <laughs> just buy the t-shirt that's what you need to do people yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah i got into a very long conversation with uh, a guy who knew about all the conspiracy theories by wearing a plague pod t-shirt and he just approached me and said that says plague it's not a plague and he told me that, i mean he had like the whole thing i got the full report on the tunnels oh the paedophiles the babies um what's oh, what was it something dang. to do with coke what coke is like made baby out of blood in coke or something? oh yeah fetuses yeah secret um, tunnels I've, I've, I've been mean i wanted to get this guy on the show but it just felt a bit dangerous like you to get to know him too much he didn't want to be contacted he and he kept giving us little tiny pieces of paper with um youtube channels yeah names that's on right. them. yeah Oh, but if you're listening, 
if Michael... Big, big shout-out guy. That, yeah. was, that was... That I was wonder where those show. tunnels are. I wouldn't mind checking <clears throat> them out myself. Well, you see... Um, Everywhere. Trump's... Under Australia is a big hotspot for the tunnels. It's interesting to really? know what's happened now. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Trump was meant to be, like, sending his people down and getting rid of the huge paedophile operation in the tunnels. But now Trump's not there anymore. That operation might be jeopardised, so... I don't know. It's a difficult oh. time. It's a difficult time. It so, is. The, uh, he's told us, the like, underworld has to go down and sort it out. <laughs> yeah, there were levels oh, yeah. as well. There was what were the levels? The norm, the there was bit. the normal demon level. Yeah, there was a normal demonic level. ancient demonic yeah. level. The ancient and there was an level. internecine war between the normal demons and the ancient demons. And... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Th- I mean, yeah. lot, Only the US detail, could sort there? it out using their secret technology yeah. based on Tesla's innovations. Oh, yeah, so Tesla am I kind tech. Of right, right, so, am I kind of right that he was a, a kind of intense guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. He definitely <laughs> wanted the conversation to continue. And he was kind of pouncing on whoever happened to be near. But it was a really interesting conversation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Tesla tech. So, basically, like, Nikolai Tesla... Um, yeah. discovered all of this technology which has been kept from us by the governments of the world and I've when, heard about this, yeah, this so, conspiracy yeah so there's all sorts of advanced technology we don't know about um, yeah yeah I mean I, I mean I, I kind of get some rather interesting people um, DMing me on Twitter about um, the hum yeah and yeah. underpasses and yeah some of them hum is real the hum, the hum is real, is real thing, oh it absolutely yeah. is i mean you know i i truly believe in the hum and I, and it's not a modern thing it yeah. has been with us since time immemorial you know i think that when people talk really about thing, animism yeah. certainly within prehistoric mm-hmm. contexts that's the hum yeah and yeah. you know it's just and now we've so no not only is it all does it always permeate you know so wood water soil stone but we now also have you know separate outlets different outlets with the electric lay and technology and stuff and and like i was trying to explain to someone on the podcast the other week um because they were asking me about my synesthesia and um my secondary uh synesthesia is that um certain sounds and vibrations um they present to me physically and visually so i can literally see the hum and (laughs) so trying to explain this to someone without coming across as a complete and utter nutter was (laughs) quite interesting like like, um synesthetic tinnitus because it would i mean is it there all the time yeah, I mean it's so that's my secondary. My primary is um, its its technical term is tactile emotional. So there's certain um, physical um, uh, textures that when I touch them, when I connect with them, I either have um, really positive or really negative emotional reactions. So um, two of my key positives are concrete and stone so we now think that probably the reason why I feel so happy um (laughs) within underpasses is because a lot of them are made of concrete and it's like that's cool yeah and literally when I touch them I mean and I think this is why I go out on my own a lot because 
literally the emotion is so strong i mean even thinking about it now i can feel my <laughs> internal organs heating up it's just <laughs> it's immense and you feel like your heart's gonna burst it's just wonderful and then the negatives it like grass i can't walk on grass i can't go i just it's hate it barefoot grass ew and just thinking about it, I'm getting a really strange taste. When, when I was cool that you say this because I'm not—I don't have synesthesia at all. But when I was um, a little kid, I had a really high fever, and I remember these hallucinations from the fever, and they all involved textures, which again had a really yeah. kind of negative or positive correlation. And I mean, a yeah. lot of it was really negative stuff because I was sick. But it was all yeah. of these. It was kind of like leaves, like the edges of leaves, or. Um, like really complex fairy textures and great. yeah really super visceral like. I mean jungle nights yeah jungle yeah. nights with synesthesia are just immense because oh, yeah. the colours are just flashing <laughs> everywhere but um, um, but yeah so, so um, you hang about in concrete yeah, underpasses trying to explain that yeah. to, it's like the chill out thing <laughs> see well if, if, if there's noise in the underpass or by the stones then yeah um, and that's going to be phase three of the project. I'm going to be dealing with sonics within underpasses and how they can, you know, um, create euphoria and take us because I, I don't believe that we sort of transcend in a literal sense within these spaces. It's metaphysical and so on. So, and the um, sound resonating, stone tape and things. Yeah, that's yeah. how we cool. can transcend in that. So, cool. but. Um, yeah, this is stuff that I talk about um, on the website, funnily enough. Plug, yeah, plug. so yeah, tell us, <laughs> so, once again, tell us the website is... Okay, so the very quick thing, it's um, liminalworlds.org. It goes live on the 9th of April. I can tell you now, we were keeping it quiet, but um, my friend Simon Sellers has designed yes, the site course. for me. And he's do, he's done an absolutely banging job. It's he's I'm so chuffed That's and nice grateful that to involved. him. Yeah. yeah, we're having really good fun on it. <laughs> um although he's trying to get me to listen to too much Brian Eno, which is quite frightening. Oh, yeah, but you, don't you know <laughs> But yeah, though no, so yeah, we go live on the ninth of April and um four different projects. And if people want to contribute in any way, if they see anything and they it makes them feel that they might want to go out and create through photography, soundscapes, written, you know, poetry, prose, whatever. If um, And if they want to upload it onto the website and give us their website details, whatever, we'll embed those. You know, it's um, yeah. it's a real community thing. And so. what better time to be going out and really paying attention to the built environment until exactly. you don't usually notice when nothing's open and there's nothing to do? Well, exactly. And I think that's something that I find as an archaeologist is that you get all these people and on the TV and it's all about, oh, you, you, you can only see archaeology if you travel out to the arse end of Salisbury Plain or, or, you know, these big old dilapidated castles and stuff. And it, that's wrong. It's, it's everywhere and it's for everyone. And lots of people who have contacted me, the nicest thing for me is that people are saying that they're looking at, you know, their neighbourhoods with fresh eyes and they're enjoying going out on their daily walks and engaging with underpasses and 
high-rise buildings and stuff so Great. yeah it's nice it's nice but anyway cool but thank you Thanks for having for me in. i really appreciate yeah. it hold on i'm going to try to because of my skype incompetence i was unable to merge you with the rest of the guests but i'll try to do that while we listen to this okay cheers okay <laughs> no worries They're still listening to it on Skype. They don't realise it's finished. Time is time is scrambled. <laughs> Hello. Hi. It's a party. Now I'm just listening to my own voice. Two minutes ago. <laughs> that was a Lemurian experience. And now here's another one. Guests, we're going to ask you to submit to the psychic embraces of Madame Ireland, who's going to um, read, sorry, who, who's going to divine your, uh, your fortunes from your stars by reading Take a Break. <laughs> who's, who wants to go first? I, I have the March um, copy of Take a Break here with stars by Rosaline Jones. And I'm, I'm offering hungry. to read them, read them out to you. If you tell me what your star sign is, or the star sign of a lover or a friend, I I'm can uh, tell you their destiny. My first house is Aquarius. They, it's, <laughs> it's not that complex. Rosaline, she just does the sun signs. Like. It's the basics, yeah. <laughs> I want so, the pro edition to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> so Taurus, Taurus. This is your horoscope for the yeah, remainder yeah. of March. It pays to be thorough, Taurus. This year may have started all guns blazing, but now the stars are giving you the okay to take rest, rest and reflect. A change to your ambitions could be prompted mid-month when your imagination goes into overdrive. Yes, it means extra work but nothing ventured, nothing gained. The full moon promises a grand finale to your month, adding strength and meaning to relationships. Your tip, Taurus, is to look into recommended investment. I hope, I hope that was enlightening. <laughs> oh, Mikael, Mikael, what sign are you? Leo. Leo. Leo, fire sign. Leo, what once floated your boat could suddenly feel old hat. Friends and family who ventured further afield could come back into your life and everything happens for a reason. The new moon promises mutually beneficial relationships that could also put extra pennies in your pocket. If you've got something to get off your chest, there's a golden opportunity around the 5th when Jupiter and Mercury meet. Your tip, Leo, is that love is right on time. <laughs> awesome. 
That was a good tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this one this one's going out to uh, chat room to Grimlock, who is a Pisces. All right, Pisces, it's your birthday month. Happy birthday for whenever that was. I guess today's the last day of Pisces' birthdays. Pisces, spring has sprung and satisfaction is guaranteed. All that's important to you can be prioritized without the need to feel guilty. As your new lunar cycle begins, where you lead, others happily follow and you're even adding activities and interests to your lovers and friends' wish lists. Once Venus and the Sun shift position on the 22nd, folks see you worldly wise, even if you don't. Cash in on your experience, Pisces, because there's money to be made. Getting fit also give you a kick. Yeah, shout out to Take a Break editorial team for that one. And it's easy to ditch the bad habits once the full moon rises on the 28th. Your tip, Pisces, this month is that a certain someone makes you tingle. Ooh. Amazing. That's a world first. Okay, one more. One more for the chat room. This is for Roz. And then we'll play some music. This is for Roz and also for Mr. Negrostani, Sagittarius. No one knows when Reza's birthday is, though, because he's got several. One of, one of Reza's potential birthdays <laughs> makes him a Sagittarius. So this one is going out to Roz and Reza. The spring equinox on the 21st promises to put bounce in your step and hope in your heart. But you won't have to wait until the month's end to feel the wave of upbeat energy, Saggy. Once Mars changes position on the 5th, your focus switches from the 9 to 5 to socialising. This is the astrological equivalent of getting your mojo back in the friends yes, and lovers department. And you're in for treat after treat. treat your after tip treat. this month, Sagittarius, is wave goodbye to the sticking point. No more sticking points. You're in for treat after treat <laughs> after treat. Okay, we'll be back after this. We've got a caller from New Zealand. Bend meeting, guys.
Listening to Abonomic Play Pod for all PS1 original crew. And a big shout out to the man Prop Fiscal up in Edinburgh for bringing this one in on a very memorable play pod. Hope we can get him back on sometime. This is Polka Dot Blues by Hudson Mohawk. Hudson Mohawk's just released a load of new stuff which you can find on Bandcamp. Who we got on the line from New Zealand? This yeah, is a, day, mate. Uh, I think this is a first, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, matey. Yeah. How's it going over there? I mean, you haven't had any problems at all. You're just like chilling uh, in Hobbit. Yeah, land. just chilling out in the provincial abyss, um, uh, isolated away from everything, even though um, everything's pretty much a plateau of nationalism with no tourists or anything in New Zealand. Of course, that's what like the main economy is fetishized on, um, milk powder and tourists. So I thought your main um, economy was hobbits, mate. I thought it was hobbits. <laughs> well, that's where the tourists come around. Um, so yeah, I've, 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 actually, it's amazing. Um, I've um, just come out of a relationship and I've just got on to going on to um, Tinder. And um, 
I think 90% of uh, women on um, Tinder do have a picture of them with their little hobbit houses. Oh, yeah. So that's a nice wee little trope. Nice. What's your sign? What's your star sign, mate? We're getting uh, to do Gemini. your reading. What? Sorry, what was it? I think it was Juno. I oh, sorry. Yeah, Juno. I know um, that one. No, June, Gemini, June, sorry. Gemini. Yeah, Gemini. Junemai. Oh, great! This also goes to the other uh, Gemini's in the chat. This goes to this goes to all the Gemini's out there. Can we have some um, horoscope music? Oh, right, yeah. Gemini. Failing you, miserably. This month, Gemini. There's no need for high-energy drinks or afternoon snacks. That's for sure. Some extra oomph is being cosmically delivered to your door, Gem. Mars arrives in your sign. Then it's a case of world. Watch out. Watch Once out. you're on a roll, you aren't taking no for an answer. Prepare to make your mark. Looking for love? Romance? Or just a good time? You get to choose once the full moon on the 28th shines her light on your heart chart. Your tip, Gemini, is that a change of view puts you on a high. Alright. They're all very positive, aren't they? These are, these are good motivational stars. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, I mean, no one gets No one gets told that their fate is ill. 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 <coughs> ill. Your fate is ill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your stars are I ill. I was choking and whispering. Yeah, that was way too positive for me to immerse myself or interest myself in that reading. I'm sorry, Amy. <laughs> hey, it's it's uh, you haven't hit March the 28th yet, so just wait till the full moon shines her light in your heart chart, and you might you might take a different tone. So have you been like uh, watching what's happen happening over the rest of the planet and just thinking these people are ridiculous? Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a wild ride. Like I, there's been a lot of empathy, I guess, that's um, sort of aligned in our sort of disposition over here. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel very sad um, just to seeing how people have reacted. No doubt we've had our um, our, um, uh, what do you call it, um, fake news, sort of conspiracy theorists. It's um, quite funny because it's um, it's all aligned with a guy whose father was a comedian, a Māori comedian, Billy TK, and um, he was the first sort of New Zealand comedian to kind of laugh about and make fun of being a Māori. And now his son has been grifting kind of off his father's um, sort of, personhood and been doing all of the conspiracies so it's been um, quite a wild ride so but it's very I'm sorry, you're gonna have to take this i don't know what he's talking about it's, this is it's just this is new zealand <laughs> new zealand um events yeah. okay <laughs> who is, that, wait can you part. say who this who is is this famous father comedian someone who's quite libel. well known or any don't want any uh, hobbit libel on the show well, it's... only in New Zealand, um, Billy TK. Uh, I'm not too sure if he went to Australia. Um, he sort of has a, um, a, a sort of a look of wearing um, just a, a white singlet and um, some short <laughs> oh, yeah. rugby shorts 
and just tells um, yeah that he passed away um, sadly but yeah his son was grifting the whole Q conspiracy which was just an amusing bit of um, pop will eat itself <laughs> so, so yeah so good, I, I quite enjoyed that nuance good times in New Zealand yeah but yeah aside from that um, I think we stopped going into lockdown around about June and things to normal I um, ended up doing uh, um, I, I was ended up playing a concert with one of the guys from The Clean which is a New Zealand jangle rock band that was on um, our Flying Down Records over here um, and, and yeah everything went back to normal with a liaise as, um, but everyone's still kind of fatigued um, but yeah it's, it's really interesting like um, I come from the art world and um, since our economy is all um, stems from um, tourists um, and sort of the art world gets yeah, I'll, 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 well. um, no, I'm just a lump in labour. I am a servant of um, the secret fire. You cannot pass. <laughs> okay, carry on. <laughs> I'm blushing. Um, no, um, and so there's been no funding, and so all uh, major art exhibitions have just been kind of yeah, dead. Yeah. So, so I, I decided. To the whole thing, isn't there? So I just started to drive tractors. Um, <laughs> cool. Quite amusing. Nice. Um, nice. I think I I did put on one of the plague pods um, while I was out um, driving tractors. Um, actually, it's pretty funny because of the border closures. Most of the people that would be driving tractors over summer are all from um, Northern Ireland. And um, and since they can't come over, it's all this funny little art. Boy kids going and driving tracks in provincial New Zealand. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we should, we should was, ask um, uh, Paul Cheney what he thinks about artists driving yeah. tractors. Yeah, what do you think about that? Let's check in with Cheney. Run the jingle. He's not listening. Is it, it's a different, they're in a different chat. Oh, yeah. It's like parallel words, worlds going on. Anyway, yeah, that's good to hear from you. That's oh, that's a good transition. Are you gonna keep? Yeah. Are you gonna stay um, in the tractor driving world, or are you gonna go back to the art scene once um, once exhibitions well, become a possible yeah. thing again? It's um, it's, 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 it's very well, seasonal yeah. work. Uh, so oh, Paul's answering. There's some definite time weirdness going on. Okay, let's let's synchronize now. Really let's all get on the blockchain and synchronize. COVID? I don't think we got it. I don't think we got any COVID. I've been driving a tractor. Oh no! I've been driving a tractor. What's happening? I don't know. Hey, listen, I'm going to play this. This is a special song. We don't know his name. What's your name? Smooth textures. Guy from New Zealand, this tune is for you. Oh, Guinness. This tune is for you. Innes. Guinness. Juno. This is for Juno. This one's going out to Juno. I realised, I was thinking to myself, I can't play this because I played it on Plague Pod 4, but then I remembered that that was a year ago, and therefore I'm fully within my rights to play this exclusive Gemini. Hey yo, whoa, whoa. Uh -huh. 
Hey yo, sound boy, you know what I'm dealing. Hey yo, jam a headphone. Remember, slew some sound boy. Slew What I say? Okay, sound boy, fit dead. Dead. Yo, it's like, trust me, the woman, them love me. They want to hug me. Some want to bug me. Man want to bug me, boy, they want to rub me. Cause on the microphone, I flow rougher than rugby. They can grudge me, but don't judge me. No sound boy can budge me. I told you there ain't nobody above me. Apart from GOD, only you know me. Pick up all of my soldiers in the army. From your respect and your love, Bob Marley. Garnet silk, I'm at him the army. Man like Peter Touch and Marcus Garvey. Martin Luther, King to the Junior. I still hate Malcolm X and Shooter. Biggie Tupac, two powerful black men. Mike Tyson, Jordan and Jackson and Nelson Mandela. Dirty looks bringing hell to your antenna. Tell them to free teach my liquor redder. Before I start switch like English weather. This are one's for the soldiers in the struggle. That I felt assault to make the cash money double. They got many locks. A juggle, cause white and brown brings trouble. And boy, get left in blood puddle. The one on your fuck the bitch wanna flop me. The feds wanna buck me. Niggas wanna pop me. One wanna plot me. And why they wanna shop me? Cause I'll be making that cash. And your gashy, I lash me. Whoa, she wanna walk me. Well, wanna block me. So I'm in my shop. They pump, pump properly. Tell the sound boys, he just can't stop with. Cause all of my bad boyfriends, they back with. Big up all of my gunman, them in a acne. Sting all war from stole, they back me. Lay tonstone, bad man, they back me. Stratford and place, though, they back me. All for risky and bow, they back me. East of my man, a park man, they back me. Man, I ask my the Raji, they back me. The shot of them up in a Tottenham, they back me. Wood Green got good green, they back me. Edmonton gunman, they back me. All up South London, they back me. The Lewis man and all pick come back me. Stockwell man, I Stockwell and back me. Brixton man, a brick man, but back me. So tell the sound boy, say he just can't stop with you, cause all of my bad boyfriends, they back me. And it's all be a face now. Cause Jamma ripping up the airways now. Still building these dubs down in the basement now. Not for them sound boys, I fear Jamma now, cause it's chirps in girls, they don't hear Jamma now. Be a girl wanna come near Jamma now. Major labels wanna hear Jamma now. All of the ravers, them a cheer Jamma now. But the haters can't be a Jamma now. Screw face, man, they wanna steer Jamma now. They have no dog, they can't steer Jamma now. If you wanna bring it on, just dear Jamma now. Try them seeing boss new. Hey yo! Bomba. Trust me. Proud feet! Listening to Ergonomic Plague Pod Live. Things are really happening now. up the Corona Quest mainframe and that uses more power than, uh, than the entire blockchain so I don't know why no one's calling in to play
you still on the line, Juno? Yeah, Kyoto. Yeah, Sean's got some questions for you. Re Hobbits. Yeah, yes. Tinder. <laughs> Love it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. Am I Mike Live? You're live. You're live on nice. national radio. I'm on. This is so cool. Yeah. So, um, what's the deal with Hobbit Tinder? Do people like um, brand themselves as different characters from Lord of the Rings? Um, there's not that much sort of LARPing as such. It's um, it's more. I don't know if the women identify with hobbits, but there's uh, a trope of girls um, hanging out with the little doors um, <laughs> that we use during the film. Hanging out with doors. Like <laughs> yeah, the doors just hanging out oh. with them. Just, they nice. just really enjoy the That's circular doors. Thing. Do they put secret yeah. notes on them that invite 12 dwarfs to come and have dinner? Yeah. Scrape, um, scratch the door. So, like, do... Right. So, is there a scene going on where people go to Peter Jackson's um, uh, Hobbiton and sort of mm. hook up with people? Um, I don't know if there's a cruising spot as such, but it'll be something to look at. Right. Um, I'm going to Google it up um, as soon as yeah. I get off the call. And the thing is, yeah, all of those places are smaller than normal, aren't they? They're all the same size as um, Martin Friedman. So, like, um, if you were to wander around them, do you have do people have to meet up on their knees? Um, there's a lot of squatting going around. Right. Um, but yeah, but the doors are complete facades. They don't open into anything. Oh. Um, just a, a, a dead grass. So, um, right on. Yeah. Is there a Rohan scene as well? Because like most of um, Edoras was actually CGI'd up afterwards, wasn't it? So, do people actually go to um? This is really vibing. So, do people go to different parts yeah, they, of the Lord of the Rings um, narrative? They get slightly to... disappointed that there isn't a massive city embedded in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I I remember going to one of the creeks, or I guess a little river where they did some filming at some point, and um, I didn't even know, but I'd like completely dropped a few tabs and was just walking in this creek, and then I found this plaque um, talking about that, oh. they, yeah, they had um, filmed that. And what was and, your response to that? Uh, it was pretty ambivalent, to be honest. Yeah, wise, wise. Yeah. A friend of mine um, discovered the legend, the legend set in Snowdonia, and they were in a similar sort of like, a, they were navigating some sort of existential crisis as well. And so what they did was they um, they realised the only way they could actually reverse the timeline to ensure that um, they were no longer trapped in the fantastic Middle Ages was to set fire, <laughs> to set fire to parts of the legend set. So like... <laughs> um, did you try that? It's the only I, way out. <laughs> I think that's the best sort of urgency to have would be set fire to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not worried because, about it in a criminal sense, obviously. Oh, well, they are pretty criminal, the sort of the unions and the amount yeah. of tax write-offs that they get. Um, the, thankfully, the New Zealand government, thanks, Jacinda, um, she let um, Avatar in to film one of their latest, greatest um, Smurf epics. Um, <laughs> so that was great fun, knowing that those cats were cruising around. Mm. Um but no, uh, for film-wise, um, 
where I'm at, which is in um, Rua Tanaki, um, our uh, monga, our mountain, looks exactly like um, uh, Mount Fuji. And they shot this terrible film with Tom Cruise back in around about 2001 called The Last Samurai. Right. And it was this bizarre spectacle um, of you had all these people like Billy Connolly um, uh, being used um, uh, and and Tom Cruise as a samurai. And, of course, you got all those, those um, nice sort of notions that you get um, with um, samurai and mm. that. So, but yeah, and they literally, people did start burning down the sets um, for that as, um, I guess, um, maybe they too were on um, some sort of fourth dimension. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a weird deal with New Zealand. It's like um, Northern Ireland, isn't it? It's one of those places which isn't allowed actually to cinematically during the 20th or at least even the 21st century. It's stuck in like some sort of imaginary Middle Ages. It's, um, it's kind of a tough deal. I yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think we've... The only thing is we haven't got any sort of outsourced sectarian violence, which is quite sad. Um, well, give it time. Give it time, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's kind of missing from New Zealand. I can't see any sort of... Um, yeah, any metaphors like that. Um, I think it's just an open... I guess it's part of the... The, uh, the global cinematic imagination that looks at sort of dank, rain-swept, mountainous landscapes and thinks, yeah, this is pretty 12th century, really. Mm. That's, <laughs> yeah. I grew up in the Fens, and that was just um, uh, detective dramas and the occasional um, Vietnam reenactment. So, I don't know. I think you just sort of play the cards you're given, don't you? Shoppers over the Fens. Yeah, that's right. What else do you do? Remember in the old days of Plague Pod where I would have carefully steered the conversation away from being like two hours on Tick's annotation. But now I'm just quite happy to let the Lord of the Rings theme run for as long as it will go. But one, I just got to drop in. I don't want to discuss this any further, but the real Lord of the Rings is the Ralph Bakshi one. And everyone yes. will know what I mean who's seen it. <laughs> one for the heads. Yeah, yeah. The bit, the bit in in the Prancing Pony where the Nazgul go completely tie dye is amazing. That's my take. Yeah, I mean it's really interesting because it was all rotoscoped and they just ran out of money continually, and so yeah. it's uh, it's kind of like the economy of the production that's interesting is that how they managed to still make these um, pathetic attempts at being spectacular in the midst of financial crisis. But I love it. Yeah. I've watched it hundreds of times. It's kind of like a 70s Doctor Who show, isn't it? Where the actual budget constraints render it more uncanny than a, <laughs> yeah. than a sort of a larger expenditure could possibly yeah. achieve. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I've got whole chunks of that stuck in my brain forever. But hey, speaking yeah. of films, I wanted to make a recommendation. Oh. I don't, nobody's asked me, but I'm going to answer the question anyway. Um, well, what was that interesting music with which you began the. Uh, first anniversary plate pod. This is the theme music from an absolutely amazing film that I watched by accident. So I'm quite a big fan of, um, you know this shop called CEX, which Amy tells me is called the Sex Exchange. I don't think that's right. It's, I, it's it called, I think it's like called Computer Exchange. 
but they in their Spotify ad they call it the sex exchange. Okay, maybe you're looking at the wrong ad. <laughs> but anyway, so they have a huge section at the back that's like fifty pence DVDs, and if you buy an armful of them, I mean you get films that you would never find online, you would never know were made. They're just like incredible low budget made for TV productions, and then every now and again you'll get this absolute gem. I think this was quite a, like a, a relatively big budget movie, but I never heard of it before. It's called Black Moon Rising. And imagine if there was a 90-minute episode of Knight Rider, right, but who's driving the car? Linda Hamilton and Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> oh my God. And they drive it out of a window at the end. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's an amazing film and it's filmed by this, um, the cinematographer is this Soviet emigre it's beautifully filmed it's got a Lalo Schifrin soundtrack that all the tapes were lost that doesn't exist anywhere wow what a, what a great film so that's my recommendation of the week Black Moon Rising 50p at 50p at the sex exchange <laughs> like all good things Anyway, back to Tolkien. <laughs> no? No more Tolkien? Okay, let's listen to uh, another one of Sean's dubious tracks. <laughs> what is this Vitalik track? What's this? It's completely amazing. Okay. That's... So um, it's the pop version. It's my what? friend Dario, which is a, a sort of slightly cheesy guitar-driven dance number. But this is the version which is trying to pay homage to Belgian newbie, but not really getting there. But it <laughs> actually does, it has heard of Belgian newbie and it right. references it in the voice at the beginning. You've been on a bit of a Belgian newbie mission re recently, haven't you? Well, it's not so much a mission, it's just like a way of unspooling. Just a way of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is but, this the antidote to um, all day Zoom meetings with students? Belgian newbie yes, treatment? Yes, it is. Something's sweaty and latex clad yeah right not really moving much faster you can get that for 50p at the sex exchange by the way yeah apparently night, yeah. I, I should have left the house be careful it will be hard but should be slow can i just point out that this is 133.3 bpm Big shout out to the uh, Tick Notation, Tick's Notation crew. <laughs> Big shout out to Patricia, call in. Berlin Neo Rat Crew. I find this sellers very exciting. Alright, we gonna go one night in the paradise disco. It should be hard, but we'll be slow. It should be hard, but we'll be slow. Alright, we gonna go one night in the paradise disco. It should be hard, but we'll be slow. It should be hard, but we'll see. 
be hard, but will be slow. It should 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 be hard, but will be slow.
kind of lost track of what's going on now but this is still play pod and uh wow guess who we have online it's the original og eric meyer german caller incoming let's see if we can get him on the line eric i believe was the first caller ever to play pod certainly one of the first and then the second and then the third and fourth eric 
Yes, he's here. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Is my audio quality bad? Because I can put on a different headset. Uh, it's acceptable for me. Yeah, let me let me just change real quick. This is yeah. Because he never, he never really listens bad. to anything I say. Is it like he's <laughs> consulting me? But really. <laughs> Dead air. There's nothing worse than dead air. This is unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> want a horoscope while Eric gets the. I'm going to start opening change. the snacks in a moment. <laughs> hey, big shout out to Elaine yep. for the snacks. We're going to do some snack testing later. I've eaten all the good ones. I've saved the ones that look like they're not very appetizing for a public performance. Eric, how's your headset? Hi, um, can one see That's me? That's exactly because the I'm same. My... <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, because I'm on my phone and I have no idea how Skype works on my on, on the phone. We can so hear can you. you all hear and thing. see me? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't okay, see cool. you. I don't need to see you. That's the last thing I need. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, One year I... on. One year on. Hi, everybody. In a, 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 if I remember rightly, you introduced yourself as being in a shitty German town. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And, See, um, I remember everything. The, the, the sad and amazing thing at, at, at the same time is I spent the entire last year in the same town. Um, but my time here is coming to its end. Oh. I'm going to move in, in like two weeks or really? something. In a, slightly less, in a slightly less shittier German town. Are you moving to the big um, city? <laughs> not really big, like like medium. Um, he doesn't yeah. want to say because he knows that stalkers listen to Plague Pod. <laughs> <laughs> so how's, but, how's that yeah. year been for you? Uh, fucked up. Yeah. It has been one of the worst years in my entire oh, life. Sorry to <laughs> hear to, that. To, yeah, to put it simply. Mentally, or um, did you actually have physical disease? No, no, men, like m mentally, mentally. Yeah, just dealing um, with the situation, yeah. Yeah. Um, just basically doing nothing, seeing almost no more. I, I think I've, I've seen like... Like I've, I've seen under 10 people actually physically last year. Wow, that sounds like, bad, like, 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 and if I think back, I don't think I could probably say more than <laughs> more than that, probably less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah I, I, I really thought that it wouldn't, like in the beginning I was really excited um, in, a, in a really weird way of like, wow, something is happening, finally. Um, and yeah, but it got real boring really fast. Yeah, this was <laughs> my this was my uh, what seems now extremely naive point of view. I think at the beginning as well was, look, something's happening. Mm. But now, mm. what's uh, kind of made me lose what yeah. little faith I still had in humanity is that it seems like the best thing we can envision is to just go back to how things were before. And in oh, my yeah. naivety, somehow I thought maybe this would give some kind of a jolt to humanity at large to do something more interesting. <laughs> but I guess no one's interested in doing that. Um, I think, I think, 
maybe um like maybe our imagination is like limited to okay hey best, <laughs> the, the, the best thing possibly is like to get to where we were before yeah but i think that's actually not gonna happen no I like with the, muta- with, with the new mutations mm. and the question of okay do the vaccines actually work on these mutations and um like we are not through that yet like i, I think we, we we think of like yeah we we can see the, the silver lining with the vaccines like trickling in and shit um but hell no we are not through that um mm. Like I don't, I don't think with the new mutations and stuff. Um, so it's going to be boring for a longer time still. <laughs> and what, what have you been doing? What have you been your like your go-to initiatives to try to survive this whole year? Hmm. So in the beginning, I was just playing a lot of Halo. A lot of Halo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so you like my entire into a world, yeah. Yeah, my no, my, my my entire summer consisted out of sweating, uh, having two fans around me, drinking way too much beer, like the entire day just to get cooled down and try to get through the heat, and playing Halo and nothing else. And um, but the. the Recently, like in the beginning of December, um, I started live streaming. Oh, um, right. And like, not not anything, not anything usual. Like, okay, I'm playing games or something. Only fans. It's more like okay, <laughs> maybe in the future, maybe in the future. <laughs> I don't, I don't think anyone would would pay for that yet, but. Um, no, I started live streaming and um, just experimenting with it. Like, I basically just sit for like two or three hours in front of my PC, talk about my life, try to try to bring a little bit of reflection of like philosophical and political reflection into that. And yeah, this oh, has good. actually helped. Yeah, this has actually like if maybe like a, a small shout out to the to. If, if anybody wants to wants to catch up, um, I'm on YouTube and Twitch um, called Greta with A E G R A E T E. Yeah, just self promotion here. G R A T E. G R G R A E T E. Ah, okay. It's it's called Greta in German, but you don't have like 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 normal normal alphabets don't have like German. No vocabulary, <laughs> German sounds, <laughs> and um, cool. That's good. At once, is, yeah. At once is is like it drives you, like. I'm I'm always thinking about okay, what's the worst possible interaction somebody could possibly have with me, and that drives you fucking crazy. <laughs> and at the same time, it's really, really, like. Like, like, just stuff that goes on, like, that passes through your head and where you think da- on a daily basis, wow, okay, that's actually kind of interesting. Um, but trying to, but you never really, like, get deeper into that. And this is, like, a, 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 an opportunity for, for you, like, sit down, try to reflect on these moments where something interesting came to your head. And it's, 
it's nothing special, but it's it's kind of nice. Good. Yeah. yeah. And you've you've got some regular listeners, viewers who join you for this. Uh, I've got like an average of like three viewers or something. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, but as long as they're loyal, yeah. there's still a fan base. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it, it, it's it's kind of nice to like. It's I, I think it's 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 really weird because what I do is really really fucking uncommon on on those live stream platforms. Um, yeah. But yes, some people seem to stick around, and that's kind of cool. And how has how has the year been for you? and oh, yeah just like weird and stressful it was good i think up until the point when i couldn't go to the cinema i found that really hard like because it things okay. kind of opened up and there was only a few things open one of which was the cinema and that was like great to just be able to go and escape and then when everything shut mm. down again yeah it's been harder but you know we're all still here aren't we and uh, we haven't died, so I guess that's good. I think yeah. not being able to see an end to it is is tough. Yeah, you know, I I really um, with regards to what you said in the beginning with okay, hey, um, you were kind of hoping that humanity would came up with some kind of being more interested or reacting in a more interesting way. Um, I really liked in the beginning these kind of alternative ways people experimented with to try to get some sociality going on. Like, um, I remember like, um, there was like a hundred Gex concert in my, in fucking Minecraft. And like, 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 so like I I thought, Hey, VR would, would boom. And, but all, all we had was like, okay, zoom got mainstream and it got really boring really fast. And, so that's kind of disappointing that nothing well, of this yeah. experimental new stuff didn't really catch but people on. People were doing, people were having to use all this stuff for work, weren't they? So it became something that was, by definition, not fun. Yeah, I mean, you, you could, you could use. I mean, you you can use a PC for 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 uh, for work and for fun, like, <laughs> like true. You can do it all on one computer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but besides, like, really, um, I, maybe maybe something that's interesting um, for me last year, which was, like, a, a big, big contributing point for, okay, this was one of the last years of my entire life, if, if not the worst year, was, like... Um, I, I failed several deadlines of my study, of my study, and I never really got back to the people who were managing this. I never really asked, okay, hey, um, so what does this mean now for me and for my study? And, um, and I always like put it off and just kind of did nothing all day. And, um, so I felt it, it was a little bit like being in debt and, and, and in debt and you know, Okay, someone is gonna someone is gonna get you get to you, right. like some yeah. some some kind of like tough guys, and but you <laughs> you you know that they will come, but you didn't don't know when, and I, I, I was like, 
I was like living in in that feeling. Yeah, I like, kind of feel like the opposite. Like it's been a festival of forgiveness of all debt because you can always say that it's because of COVID that you didn't get something done or that you didn't meet a deadline. I've I've used the excuse for all sorts of things. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe that works if I finally get back to those people. Um, Maybe, maybe that like the the only tur the only turning point has really been to say okay I finally move out, and because I've been living with my dad like until now, I'm gonna be 24 in in a, in, in a few weeks, and um, simply that this like turning point of like okay saying okay hey I will finally move out has been like this th that has been like a really like a really impactful experience because I was like, fuck, my life is falling apart. And five year, five days later, I'm like, hey, my life is going on a on a road right now that has been like it hasn't been better since two years, and it's only going to get better from here. And to experience that this can happen, like that such a 180 degree turn can happen in like five fucking days, is, yeah. is really cool. <laughs> Sometimes um, you gotta hit zero before you start going back somewhere else you've always got to hit zero you already hit rock bottom and then you're free to do everything you've got to aim for zero <laughs> zero is immense everything positive is contained within zero <laughs> i mean um i'm also i, I don't want to like self-promo or get too much into that but with the with the live streaming thing mm. this may be something something very interesting it has been also like kind of this, like people have this very, or like at least me, have this very naive fantasy, I think, what live streamers are doing. Like, oh, they they have like this immense freedom that like people with like normal jobs and lives don't have. And like, hey, they can basically do whatever the fuck they want and just film themselves doing that and make money off of that. And... Um, of course, this is not how it works. Of course, there's like ruthless business logic behind that and behind every decision of what yeah, they make. Of course, of course. Um, for the successful ones, yeah. It, yeah, of, of course. But, but still, that like this, hey, having this this fantasy image of that, and what is maybe valuable in that fantasy image, and like maybe that even if that doesn't like. Um, even if it doesn't really grasp reality, there's something worthwhile holding on in this fantasy image and pursuing that kind of. And like this is like an interesting space of tension that I have been finding myself in and like confronting myself with my childish fantasies, um, but not like disavowing them, but kind of like, hey, why do I desire this? And what's maybe worthwhile in, in keeping that? And while still having this, yeah, right. yeah, I know this is just a fantasy. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, Great. Well, listen, Eric, have you ever wondered um, what happened in the vast fathomless void before time emerged within the cosmos? I have. I know you're going to make a Margaret Wardle chronosis reference right here. Busted, busted, <laughs> and and I must. Oh my god, oh my god. Maybe I'm gonna do that still. I don't know. I was. I I I've seen the cover of Chronosis, and seeing the cover um, is I was, nothing. I I know, I know. But 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, 
I was kind of reminded of, of, of something um, which I don't want to get into now by seeing that cover and I wanted to, to, to do a Twitter post where I just post the Chronosis cover and that thing that it reminded me of like side by side okay. um, maybe maybe, maybe right. like like spoiler it, what it reminded you <sighs> has to do with porn but okay. um, like <laughs> this is what always happens with Eric we always get back to feet <laughs> Okay. Listen, this is but what's yeah, yeah. been this is what's I, I, been going I need on. To drop that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, listen, next week Chronosis is coming out, and um, big up to all oh. the people who have ordered pre-ordered the special edition, special edition signed by the authors, and um, yeah, really supported the project. It's amazing. I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of the fact that uh, Keith has got some recognition for his art. It's been a, an immense, long journey, and uh, we're doing a podcast next week about uh, about Chronosis with Keith and Reza. Recorded it this week, and I just wanted to drop a bit of that in. But look, it's been great talking to you, Eric. Thanks for calling in. Nice to hear from you again. Yes, thanks for letting me in again. Cheers. And yeah, ha have a good one. You Bye. too. Bye. No one had ever guessed at what fossils might intimate. Nor had anyone in the incalculable gulf of space ever seen one. Before the meaning of time was even known, everything, whether a second or an eternity, was but a fleeting moment. The sudden flash of a rupture in the fabric of existence could last an age of the universe. Off man's beaten track, far removed from even the untrodden paths of celestial bodies, Space reigned supreme. Unresponsive, unimagined, and unsimulated. It harbored a pantheon of things defiantly unwilling to be born or distinguished. Yet what is a being unborn to do? Grow nails to scratch the inside of the womb that admits nothing new. Become a pressurized gas in a sealed chamber. Overwhelm receptacle. Fermenting, galvanizing, yet detached, even from myself. This is how I exhumed myself from the obsidian slab, this universal void that weighed upon me and prevented me from having a face. I'm used to not having a face, only a panoply of masks, shrouds of beings. After all, I broke away by pretending that I was nothing. I still wear that mask to go unnoticed 
My jailbreak was instantaneous. For you, it might take an eon. I am time. From Chronosis, Philosophy, Pulp, Comic Book, Fusion, out next week. Stay tuned on all these channels for the Chronosis podcast. Backing track there from Herman Pulsus, Dionysus. Big up Herman. This one's another track off the ASC.
Heisman's on a roll. We got the KP in the house. Stop! Stop! Because we've got to play one of Sean's tunes instead. <sighs> hey, so we've got Catherine Pickard. Catherine Pickard. The head honcho of Sequence Press is coming to talk to us. Where is she? Okay. We're going to play one of Sean's tracks. Uh, let's see. What's next, Sean? Name three, and I'll choose one. This one. <laughs> oh, great.
I must apologise. I blamed Sean for that, but really it was just me pressing all the wrong buttons. We're going to be talking to KP in a moment. Whether she likes it or not. I pretended I was locked in a prison. I made a mock escape. Sometimes it's best to disclose how you unbox yourself. A show of cunning and force. An inspiring lesson for those who wear my masks. But I cannot be contained. I am that for which all wardens are prisoners. Unwavering, endless, every limb one whole. No one was ever or will be, all past and future null. I searched myself. No boundary, no edge at which to begin or end. Numbers are deceiving, but this example should suffice. Ten to the power of ten to the power of fifteen years from what might loosely be called now. In virtue of a highly improbable anomaly, out of this uniform wrath, infants will be born, sentience, my children. Alone and isolated within the bounds of their senses and their civil universe. the presence of people like them in another region, separated from them by light years.
Hi. Hi. How's it going? It's time for our report from the heart of New York City. What's been happening to you today, Catherine? That, that exciting, huh? Next question, please. That bad. Do you want to have your horoscope read? Oh, yeah. As long as great. you have a star sign that hasn't already been covered, like Juno. What about the children of the sun? Yeah, we've covered Who's... that already. We did Nina Power. Who's reading? <laughs> Who's reading horoscopes? I just, I haven't been, I just tuned in. Just got home. I'm, I'm reading horoscopes. <laughs> What's the sun? What is that like? Is that Leo? No. What is Amy, the sun? I'm a Gemini. 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 Wind. Is wind? Gemini is wind? I don't know. We already had Gemini. But we did do we? Gemini. We read Gemini. Did you have a different sign? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just read. They're all the same. <laughs> I'll read you a random, just as random as the actual horoscope for Gemini star sign. Uh, I'll read you a star sign and you have to guess which one it is. I also, well, I, this is, I just want to recommend... I knew she had a story. <laughs> I knew she had a story. She was just holding it back. Come on, tell us the story. What happened? Can anyone else you can tune in to the Sean channel? No, no, the visuals are for us alone. <laughs> this guy is like... Oh, the they're magnificent. Amazing magic happening. This, this guy is like the... I think he's the best looking man in Plymouth. This is like the best <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> he's looking so good. Oh. Um, okay, I'm ready. Go ahead. It's daily zooming. It's daily zooming in Belgian New Beat that keeps him looking so fresh and new. All right. Catherine, fake Gemini horoscope. Gemini. Gemini. You don't care what people think or say. You're living life your way. That's stop, so true. stop, 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 <laughs> So true. <laughs> That's 100% pick From up. the 16th of March, friends provide fun and frolics. Fancy frolics. a little romance? You'll have the chance to pick and choose, but one person could stand out a mile. If a fundraiser is on the cards, you're the obvious poster child. Pampering and preening are a must. Confidence comes from looking your best for your public or your lover. But most of all, for yourself. Your tip this month is follow your nose to the latest news. Ooh. What is the latest news? I don't know, but shout out to all the Scorpios listening tonight who may or may not find some truth in that Gemini horoscope. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing over there? I don't yeah, that's, that's a good exactly follow the program this evening, but on the fundraising news, I will say that the Chronosis special edition signed by all three authors uh, is currently available at the gallery bookshop. 
in New York. Hello? Yeah. I can't get to New York right now. That's the only problem. I'd really like to get here. What happened to mom and dad? Yeah, I think they've uh, I think they've gone off to uh, make a cup of tea. <laughs> so right, where'd you go? Mom, dad, where'd you go? Batteries. I had to replace the batteries uh, again. Heavy load. Yeah, it is. I don't understand. As if someone, I've asked this before, but no one replied. But teach me how to like work this phantom power without using 15 Duracells every hour. That's, you need Tesla That'll be tech. helpful. Yeah, Tesla tech. Need, that's what we need. Yeah. You, need a, you need a mixer. Yeah. A mixer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> anytime. Anytime you need advice. So you don't have any amusing stories? Catherine. No, I, well, I did want to say that congratulations on this one year of yeah Hold another on. project, which because I want to remind everyone that you haven't taken a day off in how many years? Probably six years. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you've done a lot this last year. Been really productive. Yeah, there's loads of stuff coming up on the horizon too. There's a lot of things that have been like building for years, right? That's how things work in the publishing mm -hmm. world, as we as publishing executives understand it's that things brew up for a long period of years, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, then only finally appear. And then by the time they appear, we're incredibly bored of them, but we have to pretend to be enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the that's the ultimate trade secret. Um, so yeah, we've got loads of great stuff that's, that's coming out. Well, I um, I got vaccinated. Yeah. So you had to go to was it a stadium or something where they were doing it? I well, I went to the Javits Center, which was had been set up as as a as a hos with hospital beds as a sort of you know, as a place for people to go to die mm. and to be ill, and mm. then they've converted it into a vaccination center. So tip, typically in this country, we're overstaffed. Yeah. There's always five people for, you know, one job. So there was uh, National Guards people at every various checkpoints that you had to go through. And as I'm a member of the weak class, um, is that official? I to, yeah, I yeah. have like a card carrying, so okay. I had to go through additional check medical screening. Um, but I have to say it was very moving um, to, you know, finally all of this has been so abstract, and then to kind of. Yeah, it was a, it was an emotional experience. Yeah, there's so much happened. So many. Do you feel so like impregnable and um, indestructible now? Can you feel like you can just like walk the streets with no fear? No. What vaccine did you have? Yeah, did I you got have? 
one shot Johnson and Johnson. I do feel indestructible because last weekend I went to visit Reza and Kristen. <laughs> mm. They uh, they fed me all kinds of uh, <laughs> Persian like, pizza. Uh, Seeds, reeds, and grains of dubious provenance. Yeah. Yeah. I Everything mean, grows. They have they have stuff growing in their basement. You wouldn't believe. That's all I'm going to say. It's, <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> it's medicinal. Believe it. <laughs> They've tried to bolt the door, but it just keeps getting through. <laughs> Okay, listen, listen, Catherine, Catherine, I'm going to ask you to choose the next song. Um, and as usual, you've got a few different choices, okay? Are you ready, okay. to, are you ready to hear your choices? Okay, you can, you can choose yeah. a folk ballad, an anguished Angolian post-industrial <gasps> yes. scream. Hang on, you've got there's four options. A TV theme. No, no, I, or, I, I know what I listen, want. Listen, listen. Banger. No. No. You chose early on. Which one did you choose? Wait, I, I didn't hear you have to repeat that. Okay. Them. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That was part of the tradition. So, a folk ballad. An anguished Angolian post industrial huh? scream from the hinterlands of the south, a TV theme, or a coastal Plymouth banger. Those are your choices. <coughs> you cough. Okay, I only, you keep, you keep cutting out, but I heard coastal and Plymouth and that's my choice. That's my choice. Okay, so you you chose Anything already having before to do I with said that. Plymouth one. or Sean. This is definitely <laughs> both. Yes, it's a bad choice, but it's definitely to do with Plymouth and Sean. Don't go away. <laughs> oh, fuck off! Oh, pardon me. Oh, it won't play now. Just carry on. Tell me some more stories. Sean, this is dead air. It's unprofessional. That, it was a bad choice. Robin's right. I, I included it because I thought it was funny. That's that's the brakes. Ah, here we go. It's working now. Robin's kind of stretching. It's like he's gone jungle. Yes. Gone junglist. Gone junglist, Please. yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is Catherine's choice. Catherine's choice. <laughs> Isn't it glorious? Maybe we could get an ice cream. Yes, that would be great.
What's that sound in the distance? It sounds like... KP
And this one's going out to the guy who got busted by the Plymouth Pavilions this afternoon. You saw it all. Bad luck, mate. Next time, run.
Was that a rating, Sean? Was that, was that three out of five? Oh no, he's left. He's gone. <laughs> Bye, Sean. Lewin, Lewin left. Thanks for joining us. We're now bereft of guests.
Thanks to Catherine for joining us. Thanks to Reza, Miguel. Thanks to Sean. Check in Cheney. And Matt Zina Gothic. Keep it locked.
and stepping into the second year of lockdown. Who have we got on the line? We spoke. Well, the old. Yeah. We well, spoke you before, didn't we? How are you doing? You know his name? Yeah. What's his name? And my name is uh, Dan Raggett. Yeah. Well, how's your how's your lockdown going? Yeah. Oh, fuck off. My, my lockdown's over. The lockdown's finished. I... Strongest terms. Oh, 
behind the gunshot means forward. You requested it, so we rewind. Uh, hey, uh, you get it, Paul? Mm. It's good. That's all. It's good. 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 It's how can you argue with Called Reza Negrostani. Right? Reza Negrostani, yeah. There is a guy called that, right? Yeah, that's a real person. So, so what's the. about Reza Negaristani.
Gonna eat some snacks, then go to bed.
Quest is a dead dog. No one's interested. Shall we um, eat some snacks before we bring the program to a close? live year two day number one so weary uh, and need a drink so um, yeah thanks to Elaine for sending some sample snacks to try on air uh, Elaine and a few other people have a cool 
radio show going out on Montez Radio. It's on Wednesday the 24th. Check that out. They're going to be doing some readings from a book that uh, is kind of a product of a seminar that I did with them. It's really cool. It's called Subtexts. More information than that I cannot give you because I don't have it. But she's challenged us with some snacks. And the first one, <clears throat> as I said, I already ate the ones that um, looked obviously uh, to have a low pea ponzi. Or is it high? I can't remember. Low. 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 Perceived percentage of non Yeah. So I went for the, the ones that seemed to just be Sugar. sugary first. But this one is the one that I've been um, looking forward to trying. This is a new look popo muraku ikan fish muraku. And the best thing about this is it's got a picture of a baby. I think this baby is pretending to be a fish on the front of it. Apparently it's been manufactured since 1975. It's guaranteed to be the original. And on the back it also says simply great in taste, you'll love it. Um, it's definitely something fishy, but it doesn't seem to have any actual fish. It's got fish sauce in it. It's got um, MSG, ammonium bicarbonate, chili, yellow dal powder. Have you ever tried this before? No, mm. it sounds good though. Sounds good. Ikan is like Malay for fish, I think. I think this is a Malayan snack. Maybe, unless it's means fish in multiple it's very difficult to open falling <laughs> <laughs> at the first hurdle wow it's really hard to open you've got the air out of it though so that's a tiny hole right oh they're small flakes small quite robust thick flakes um it's less Dense. exciting than it You know what these are like? They're like the um, cinnamon breakfast cereal, but slightly fishy version. Cinnamon's. They're much denser than, a, um, than you expect. What they have got is that kind of um, powdery taste that I really like that you get from using lentils, I guess. Yeah, I think this would actually have quite a high pea ponzi. It feels very protein rich. Yeah, it's got dal, it's got palm oil though, but it hasn't everything. Um, dal, tapioca. It doesn't taste particularly fishy. It tastes a bit like, um, it's kind of like a square Bombay mix, <laughs> I would say. It's like Bombay mix. If you mixed all the things from Bombay mix together, so it was like Bombay mix mix, and then <laughs> reformed them, reformatted them in cinnamon squares format. It's pretty good. If I was drinking beer, then I'd eat more of them. Can you do some um, Muraku Ikan ASMR for us? I probably already am. I'm not sure it's something that anyone wants to hear. I, I don't know. I feel like there's maybe a... Yeah, there's definitely a... <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I can start a, I can start a channel just just eating snacks loudly. That should be the, what Plague Pod becomes in the future. Now, next, 
And this one's good. I can't read. You read a bit of Chinese, don't you? <laughs> that means this is cold, but I don't know what any of the other characters. This is what? Cold. Co. Mouth, I think. Right. So it's basically the only way, word that I can read is seaweed. This is a Taiwanese snack. Seaweed to put in your mouth, I suppose, is what it says. Yeah. And it's, but it's sort of like a, how can you describe it? It's like a cylinder. Oh yeah, this, this is. It's like an, if you doubled an AA battery in volume and it was made out of a seaweed. <laughs> no, I'm going to aban I'll abandon that simile because it's not very helpful. Um, if you got all of the rice It's crackers, like a lint roller made out of wafer with seaweed in the middle. And it's about three carpet rollers wide. Yeah, at least. That's what Timothy Morton This is I've never, I've never experienced this format of snack before. It's very light. Um, when you look at a cross-section of the cylinder, it gets darker towards the middle. So it seems like there's a seaweed <laughs> concentration in the centre. It's got a kind of seaweed cream yeah. filling. And a... Um, I mean, that's really strongly seaweedy. <laughs> that has a proper taste of the sea. This is definitely... And yeah, it's kind of wet in the middle, so... Yeah, it's a, it's a seaweed cream. It's something a bit like... Is it like a profiterole? Seaweed profiterole? I think I think you were more on the money with the double um, A battery. For British line. for British listeners, I'd say this is quite similar to scampi flavored fries, and maybe scampi flavored fries are even derivative of this. It's got a, it's sweet though. The seaweed cream's kind of a bit sweet. Is it cream? I think it's, it's a kind paste. of cold and wet inside, isn't it? Which is it's definitely more impressive. liquid than the um, mm. in case rice encasement there aren't even any um, translated ingredients on this one but that's a that's a good experience and it, it definitely has a high pea ponzi I mean that's less of a snack it seems, feels more like something virtuous Miles says seaweed uh, cannoli which yes I think you've right, got it I think it's it. about that's about the Right, oh, dimensions. Hang on, hang on. We've, got, we've got a caller. Hi. Hello again. Hi, Gary. How, how are you doing? Sure. Definitely has a. Sure, we've got some wood chip. Wood chip off of them. Wood chip on the wall. Oh, Paul on the wall. Paul on the wall. Why, that's a lead boy. Paul on the wall. Paul on the wall. Have you got any snacks going? Tell you what, right, so we're, the next one we're going to try is Genie's. Genie is a mermaid. And no. it's Genie's roasted squid roll. I, I need them. Would you on the wall? Yeah, ready to eat. Roasted squid roll. This has mollusks underlined in the ingredients. This, this has kind mollusks of underlined. <laughs> yeah. This has mollusks underlined. Mollusks, not not mollusks. Mollusks. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a crustacean? I thought that mollusks were ones with 
shells. No. I don't know what's. The... Is a squid a mollusk? What? What is this? Oh, this really has a very distinct smell of fish markets about it. Yeah. That's, this doesn't recommend it to me as a snack. It. This is a this is one of the classification of snacks like beef jerky and pork. I think it's I think it's squid jerky. They're like they're too close to animals to be proper snacks. They're not processed <laughs> enough. Oh, that's that's terrible. That's like a t-shirt made out of squid. That's horrible. <laughs> Yeah, you just have to hydrate it. And it's how? Why is it called a roll? It's flat. It's, it's like a, a, it's a roll. It's a roll. <laughs> it's like flat squid fabric. It's roll. If you believe it, it's true. It's true. It's true. I don't. I don't rate that at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're going to eat squid, then don't make it into a but piece of fabric. Would you wear, a, would you wear oh. squid couture? It has a really weird texture, doesn't it? Like you could probably oh. wear that for a while. It's like a it's like a removalist blanket oh. made out of squid. The more you the more you chew it, the more it. Doesn't no, he does, he's addicted to her. He's a fucking fat He's a fucking fat He is, like. It's a whole different discussion going on. Wait, are you guys using vertebrate? That's all this fucking raises our. It's bullshit. He's really. You're jealous. Moving swiftly on from that, that's... I'm going to put that one away. Well, why, where did you go then? I think you could cut it up, if you cut it with very sharp scissors into small strips, <laughs> you could put it in some noodles, instant noodles, it'll be okay. <laughs> I'm depressed now, <laughs> It's all right because you've got uh, uplifting. Pea snack. Pea snack is bad though. I've had pea snacks before. What did you just say? What did you say to me? So, me? I was just saying that I, I don't like pea snack. Where did I go then? Yeah. Oh right. These are like pea pockets. They're and they're parallelograms. They're long parallelograms. <laughs> Wait, are they actual peas? I guess or they're reconstituted in the. Shape of a pea. They're just wafers with made out of peas. Right. <laughs> so they're. And the thing about this, it's like um, the ones that you get that are made out of peanuts. Is they kind of. Mm. They go solid, don't they? They do taste a bit like peas, though. They do taste a bit like peas, but a faint taste of pea is not enough to make a. <laughs> I mean, they're okay. Faint pea. But I'd rather have parallelogram. I'd rather have parallelograms that weren't made out of peas. I feel like I'm <clears throat> monopolising the critique here. I think you should say more about the perceptions. I don't have much to say about this one. Yeah. I mean, it's just—it's a less pleasurable way of consuming peas than just eating peas. I say this as a recent convert to mushy peas which is something we don't really have in Australia and I discovered 
that you can yeah. buy for 50p a pet, uh, can. Pretty good. And it's amazing, and you can put it on anything, including yeah. toast. You can put mushy peas on anything. <laughs> <laughs> really? You could probably put them on pea snacks. To enhance the pea <clears throat> flavour. Man, this is the last snack, I think. Unless you have more to say about peas. No. This has got a good, um, good cover. <laughs> cover? Packet? Cover. Taoke Noi. High tempura. I've had this one before. Original style. Delicious with good nutrients from the It's roasted seaweed inside it. Tempura. Isn't the tempura inside the seaweed? What? No, you can't do that. How can you do that? Oh, this is hard to open too. <laughs> What's that? Oh, your guns! Oh yeah. The yeah. has to be on the outside. No, it's like there's no containment. It's basically like the tempura is on one side of the seaweed. Right. It's just the one-sided. It's really, it's really crunchy. Yeah, these are good. They're great. These are good. Mm. That's amazing. That is a good crunch. <laughs> Hear that crunch, guys. So I'm gonna, I think, choose the. What's this called? Seaweed roll. Seaweed roll. That was definitely that's defi the. That's definitely a that was satisfying and noble experience. The high tempura is good, though. That's got a bit of it. No, seaweed roll. The seaweed cream. Mm. Well, <laughs> that's about as exciting as it gets. Some good Skype uh, yeah, ASMR. Robin, Robin always needs violence. Robin always needs violence. <laughs> yeah, hi. I reckon Robin always needs a little bit of a because he needs to pay bills. He's pay bills, eh? I'm learning a lot about myself. No, I'm gonna, we've got a few last um, tunes. I think that um, Skype Massive is going to like this one. Okay, I'm going to hang up now, but it's been great speaking to you. Check this track out. Can't even, they won't switch off. <laughs> Interesting. Late night plate pod. Late night. You know how we do. Kind of like this. Shout out to Gareth.
First anniversary edition of Urbanomic Plague Pod Live. Year two, day one. Let's hope it doesn't go on for too much longer. Good night.
thanks for everyone who listened and stayed with us through the whole year.
Heaven's wondrous deep And my love and his wondrous body I'm loath that she should wet her feet Because I love her best of any Go saddle to me the bonny grey mare Go saddle her soon and make her ready For I must cross that river tonight And all to see my bonny Tied you an At nights you are a gloomy river And over you I'll build a bridge That never more true love may sever Written o'er a field and fell O'er moor and moss and many a mile
and your bunny grey mare, she sweats for fear. She stands to hear the water roaring, and woe betide you, Annan Water. At night you are a gloomy river And over you I'll build a bridge That never more true love may sever And he has tried to swim But the river was broad and strength did fail And he never saw his bonnie lady Oh, woe betide the willow wand And woe betide the bush of bride Strength did fail and glimpses did tire, and woe betide you, Annamorter. At night you are a gloomy river, and over you I'll build a bridge. That nevermore true love may sever. That nevermore true love may would have been a patient zero with that um, toilet roll. There was someone sparked that somewhere.